you going? I'm going upstairs. Because I'm going to put my nutsack on your drum set. Okay? Did you do that? I am warning you right now, if you touch my drums, I will stab you in the neck with a knife. Good boys. Frank, I'm thinking about moving to another swamp. Oh, really? I'm just not comfortable living in a swamp where assassination attempts are taking place. Uh -huh. Every loon with a vendetta, every snake with a sinus headache frightens me. I could get uh, jumped by some crazy weasel or something, mm -hmm. you know? Hey, it's gonna... snap out of it, Louie. Who are you trying to kid, all right? Everybody knows it was you. Me? What was me? So you were the one who tried to bump off the frogs. Oh, Frank, are you back to... It was the ferret. His paw prints are all over the place. Uh, what, Louis, what else? You, you hired that ferret. Hey, I object. Oh, but really? I, I had no motive. No motive. I love Budweiser and I love the frogs. You love the frogs? Yes. I consider them good friends of mine. Oh, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're good buddies. I oh, forgot. Hey, hey, excuse me. If you would remember last summer, mm -hmm. I invited them to that barbecue. Yeah, well, Louie, you wanted to cook them at that barbecue. But at least I invited them. Oh. You wouldn't have invited them at all. No. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. What was that rocket? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Describe the ruckus, sir. Does this mean we're not friends anymore? What's up, DJ Nubis? With you here with an episode of A Rock and a Hard Place, and it's Volume One. Now I've done this show in the past, uh, but I'm starting over, kind of, since we've done the new website and everything. And instead of like posting, I did post some earlier ones, like when I first started the new podcast and everything, when I was redoing it a couple of years ago, but. Uh, now it's kind of like a fresh start for everything. Um, I'm also, I adjusted my mic. Um, so this show is actually the first test in terms of how well you guys can hear me. Because Neko had said on the last podcast that I put up that I sounded kind of quiet. And I generally have a softer voice, so it's very hard sometimes to pick up. The mic should pick me up, but it doesn't always do that. And part of that problem is she has a very high voice and she's very loud. <laughs> so like... I often try to put the mic back a little bit because she carries pretty strongly. So when she gets back in a few months, we're going to 
kind of play around with it. I've got the mic a lot closer to me now, which is what they recommend. Uh, they recommend it in general, but, uh, you know, these mics are pretty fucking good. So we'll see how it sounds this time. I did test it uh, a couple days ago uh, just in general to see how it sounded. It sounded much better, straw a little higher. So hopefully it works out well. So for those that aren't familiar... A Rock and a Hard Place was a show I created many moons ago, and actually I think it was Vertigo Radio when I was doing Hordes of Chaos and genre-specific shows there, like Nocturnal Pulse and stuff like that. So, or no, I, actually it was probably, uh, it's all about music. I, I Forgive me, this was actually creative when I did uh, stuff with a guy, uh, it's all about music.com. Uh, so... It was a couple years after Vertigo um, that I did this with another guy. Uh, so it's all—it's sort of like our rock blocks and the Hordes of Chaos. Um, it's all just rock music of all genres. You have alternative, hard rock, classic rock, uh, modern uh, pop rock or whatever. I tend not to get too poppy, obviously. Like I try not to go into Neko territory because she likes to kind of push it further when we do the rock blocks. Uh, so I try to keep it somewhat sane in that regard. Uh, occasionally you're going to find a band that might pop in there somewhere that I feel like kind of rides that line between pop and just regular rock like the police or something, you know. So, uh, But the way this show will work today is I've got, you know, a block of like, a couple blocks of uh, alternative rock where I think it's, a little, the thing about rock in general is you'll find some bands in this group that even cross over into some metal territory a little bit, uh, just in general, because like I know some of them have a little bit of a, a sludgy or doom uh, influence in their music as well. Some people might even consider them those type of bands. Uh, the look, the thing I really love about the bands that I select for these shows, though, is that when I get a certain vibe from them, it, it's kind of like, wow, well, where would I place this in today's? you know, a spectrum of music, and, you know, if I was going to play on regular radio, how would I classify them, and so any of the bands that show up on this list, if I, you know, if I'm, if you feel like I'm classifying you wrong, don't take it personally, it's just how I kind of see it, and where you kind of fit in with my shows, and, uh, and I think more than anything, it's, it actually is a compliment, because it tells me that, you know, your music is something that I feel could be played on mainstream uh, radio and probably doesn't. Like, this is what's great about this particular show and Horns of Chaos with the metal is that, you know, you get a chance to hear stuff that you just normally wouldn't. Uh, I don't like to pick on liquid metal, but a lot of times, you know, stuff that I hear on there is a lot, a little bit of the same stuff that you would hear, uh, you know, in, in Kerrang! or, you know, you know, it's always like, you know, the Devil's Dozen or whatever it is that they do. Uh, you know, it's always like the mainstream metal bands that you always are familiar with. And you very rarely get any of the stuff that we play on our shows and like Metal Mania and stuff like that. So uh, that's what I love about these shows. So, yeah, I'll be going from like basically the first two blocks will be a little bit more of the alternative uh, modern rock stuff. Then I'll do a couple blocks of like classic rock or stuff that I feel like classic rock influenced. Then we're gonna have like four blocks, which is kind of like in the middle, uh, which is all hard and hair rock stuff. Um, then we're gonna work our way back into some a couple of blocks of classic, and then I'll finish up with a couple of uh, blocks of the alternative modern rock stuff. So 
Uh, and in the first uh, two blocks, because I'm going to play six songs, it'll be broken up by a little bit of like my little, uh, not so much voiceover. I'm not using any of the metal voices or anything like that. I'm just using com comedic clips that you've heard before. So I've got in the first block here, uh, Volbeat, My Diligence, and 311. Volbeat is basically a band uh, out of Copenhagen, Denmark. Uh, they play a, a mixture of rockabilly and metal and hard rock. First heard them, uh, the Lonesome Rider, uh, probably a few years ago. And like, I'm not really a big rockabilly kind of guy. Like, I've heard music similar to this, and like, I'm like, eh. But when I heard these guys, it was really catchy, really fun, and the fact that they've worked with guys like Barney from Napalm Death and King Diamond for certain songs uh, tells me that they have a very, uh, their roots are kind of in metal, so even though it doesn't always convey through their music, uh, they got some very cool lyrics, very cool uh, riffs, and it's a lot of fun. My Diligence, uh, this band here, out of uh, Brussels, Belgium. And uh, again, it, you know, they are a band that kind of caught me off guard. They have a video for the song that opens up their album. Um, I forget what the name of the record is. Sunrose, I think. Yeah. Uh, Sunrose is the record. I, I think it's from a couple years ago, 2019. Anyway, the video for Resentful is very cool. It's like just a spinning vinyl that's going on. It's like they're dumping like something on it. I don't know if it's like, like glitter or something, but it just keeps playing it, it's a very cool song uh that's not the one i chose for this particular block but it comes off the same record uh 311 uh for most people who are in the know for the 90s and the alternative grunge era and whatnot uh 311's a band that was well known one of my favorite records from that is transistor because it has this very reggae rock vibe about throughout it and it's like I love the entire thing you wouldn't think that would be a very good idea because sometimes I think bands when they have very strong records if you say like 8-9 songs are really great it would make a perfect record for that year right because if it's like 15 songs you're like ah they probably could have left off like 5 or 6 songs well the Transistor had like 21 tracks and they're all fucking great like it just has a very solid vibe throughout and they all just kind of flow together uh, seamlessly as far as the record's concerned so I, I just really really enjoy that record a lot uh, they do have a lot of other material that I enjoy as well but that record's something top notch so I do have a actually which was one of the singles Prisoner coming off of that record for our block uh, Orbiter this band is out of Florida and uh it was on their Facebook. I think it's the same band, but I'm not entirely sure. This is another record that's like a year or two old. Um, the album was Southern Failures, and I've played this before in the rock blog. It's called Peace and Rockets, but it's a really enjoyable track, a lot of fun. Uh, then we're going to get into uh, Jonathan Davis, his solo stuff, which if you're familiar with Korn, he's a lead singer. Uh, he released uh, Black Labyrinth a couple years ago. Uh, or yeah, a couple. Of years. It's been a couple of years. Some of this stuff. Um, so one of the tracks from that record I played before, I really enjoy it a lot. Uh, also think it'd be cool for this. And then we're gonna finish this first couple blocks up with Beck um, again. Morning phase, which came out 2014. I discovered this about a few months ago. Uh, I had kind of lost track of Beck. I remember Beck from 
mellow gold, like his breakout record uh, in 94. And, you know, the follow-up, you know, and then kind of just lost track after that. So uh, when I started kind of going back through his back catalog, I was discovering some of this other stuff that he had there was really good. And the thing about Beck is I'm not really into a lot of his more hip-hop-ish type stuff that he does. Uh, or, you know, pop, hip-hop, whatever you want to call it. I do enjoy, though, his more folk indie type uh, acoustic rock stuff. So that's kind of like what I got in here with that. So uh, I'm not going to talk about any entertainment topics. Mainly when I break, I'm just going to talk about the bands a little bit that we're going to be playing. And then we're just going to give you the fucking music because that's what I love doing. So uh, kicking it all off, here's Volbeat with Sorry
supposed to sleep? On the air mattress. Do you need a stuffed animal? I have a dog. I think I have a bear. Yeah, I have a bear. What are you, eight? At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a fucking sweet car. My roommate said they're gonna get me rims for Christmas. Or a CB radio. I can talk to other car beds. That'll be hot. I, I'm sure you, you've, you've heard some of the rumors circulating around the hallways about how we're gonna be doing house cleaning with some of the software people. Well, Bob, I have heard that, and you got to do what you got to do. We're going to be getting rid of these people here. Uh, first, Mr. Samir not going to work here anymore anyway. <laughs> and Mr. Mike Bolton. Everybody's going to miss him. You're going to lay off Samir and Michael. Oh, yeah, we're going to bring in some uh, entry-level graduates, farm some work out to Singapore. It's a usual deal. Work standard operating procedure. Do they know this yet? No, no, of course not. <laughs> we find it's always better to fire people on a Friday. And studies have statistically shown that there's less chance of an incident if you do it at the end of the week.
Where do you uh, work, Peter? In a tech. And yeah, wh what do you do there? I sit in a cubicle and I update bank software for the 2000 switch. What's that? Well, see, they wrote all this bank software and uh, to save space, they used two digits for the date instead of four. So like 98 instead of 1998. Uh, so I go through these thousands of lines of code and uh, it doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job and uh, I don't think I'm gonna go anymore. You're just not gonna go? Yeah. Won't you get fired? I don't know. But I really don't like it, and uh, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> so you're gonna quit? Nuh-uh. Not really. Uh, I'm just gonna stop going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when did you decide all of that? About an hour ago. Really? Yeah. About an hour ago. <laughs> so you gonna get another job? I don't think I'd like another job. <laughs> what are you gonna do about money and bills and... You know, I've never really liked paying bills. I don't think I'm gonna do that. Oh yeah, we've all been there, right? Definitely. Don't wanna pay bills. Don't wanna go to work. Jobs suck. We should just be able to stay home, get paid to do nothing and do stuff like this and sit on our asses. Drink, smoke weed, whatever you want to do. <sighs> Just don't want to go anymore. Yeah, that's how it is. Especially at 51, man. <clears throat> Just saw someone post about getting old and how you feel differently from when you're 20 and in your teens. And I'm telling you, man, it's like a real task for me to get up in the morning. Like I just could sleep all day. I know Neko does it occasionally where she's not sleeping well through most of the week and then. All of a sudden, she's uh, on the weekend, she's crashing out for 12 hours. I can't even do that shit anymore, really, because I just got too much shit I gotta do. <coughs> Excuse me. Speaking of beer, drinking my Westafana Vitus. Uh, okay, so now we're gonna break into our next two blocks of music, which are gonna be more in the classic rock vein. Got some, uh,. Stonewall Noise Orchestra, it's going to kick it off for us. It's from, uh, they've been from Italy, Rome, Italy, and uh, they got a bit of a sort of a psychedelic rock vibe, um, but the song Satanic Love Affair is very catchy. Like, this, this is kind of stuff that I thought, you know, if, if I was running uh, on regular FM radio, man, here in Baltimore, anywhere, you know, nationally, like, this is the kind of shit I'd play because I don't care about the lyrics so much. In fact, I don't think the lyrics are even that bad compared to, like, Ghost, which gets played on national radio. But, uh, you know, it's just funny because some of these bands are out there, man. These these radio stations just don't play them. It's fucking dumb. Like, there's a lot of... It's so much better than half the shit that we're getting out there right now with modern rock. A lot of the modern rock stuff that's out there... Uh, there's Miss Kitty... Yeah, I just, you know, there's just so much better shit out there. So I've also got Black Mountain, which I've played before with Horns Arising from their Destroyer record. So I've got another track from that record we're playing. Uh, Lion Shepherd. Uh, don't really know where they're from. Uh, they do have a website. They do talk a little bit about the, the band. That's like a trio of guys uh, involved there with them. Uh, then we're going to get some more, like, traditional classic rock stuff. So we've got Heart. Uh, of course, uh, the Wilson sisters. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, you should all know him. 
and of course Boston, uh, which I know Neko will really love. So we're going to break into those, and here we go. Uh, Stonewall Noise Orchestra. I know not a lot of people have heard them, but this is a fun tune, and I uh, hope you enjoy it.
presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Restroom Toilet Paper Refiller. Mr. Restroom Toilet Paper Refiller. Without your undying commitment, we might find ourselves trapped in a stall, armed only with our newspaper. Oh, I need you now. Like a brave soldier, you storm hostile territory, delivering much-needed supplies to your men. Should you leave one roll, or two, or perhaps that giant ten-pound super roll? Keep rolling! While others rest, you can't, because somewhere there's a guy with his pants around his ankles doing the bunny hop in search of a fresh roll. So crack open a nice, cold, blood light master of the men's room, because if you don't do your business, we can't do ours. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. I can shoot? What do you, wait, you honestly think I can't shoot? I'm telling you right now, you cannot shoot. I shot that cat last week. It was already dead, man. I still shot it. That cat was dead.
black and cold I hide in my music, forget the day And dream of a girl I used to know I'm a diabetic. <laughs> Now sit down and shut up, kids, unless you want a big purple foot in your ass. Oh, boy. Hey, wait a minute. Are you smoking back there, Billy? Yeah, what's it to you? Well, I hope you brought enough for the whole school bus. Come on, pass them around. Oh, oh boy. But, Barney, my mommy says smoking's bad for you. No, believe me, Bobby. I've seen your mommy put a lot worse than cigarettes in her mouth. Oh, boy. Hey, Barney, you're not supposed to drink and drive, I'm telling. Come here, Tommy. Barney has a secret to tell you. Come here, closer. Come. Unless you want the next picture Mommy and Daddy see of you to be on the back of a milk carton, I'd keep that mouth full of metal shut. Hey, kids, Tommy just told me all your mothers are whores. Okay, get Daddy. Come on, get him, guys. Go on, Screw with Barney. Hey, Barney, this isn't the way to school. Barney has to make a little stop first. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yo, Blue, what you need? I need a 20-piece, and don't gank me on the count this time or I'll bust a cap in your ass. Come on, kids, give Barney your lunch money. Don't hold out or I'll dump you right here at... Man, fucking Barney's a mean motherfucker. DJ Nubis. Right here with you on a rock and a hard place, volume one. Getting ready to jump into our hard and hair rock. We got four different segments for that. Uh, and along the way, I've got some Van Halen, Sabotage, Steeler, Wasp, Red Dragon Cartel, some Ugly Kid Joe, and ACDC is much more with that. And uh, really, like, Uh, so I got Molly Crew in here, which, you know, I remembered as a teen, uh, all during the 80s, of course. Uh, you know, Satanic Panic, if you've listened to The Last Hordes of Chaos, I discussed that uh, 
talk about how it was started and and what influenced that whole movement uh, throughout the 80s where parents and the like were all paranoid about Satanism and how it related to rock and metal music. Um, but I remember being, of course, I went to a lot of different Christian schools at that time. You know, my parents thought that I was, you know, something was wrong with me, even though I had ADHD, which I didn't really know till much later in my life because it wasn't really diagnosed back then. But basically put me in a lot of like Christian schools some public some private and uh, I remember being at this public one and this kid sitting next to me actually a black kid which was one of the first times I'd seen someone of color who was into the kind of, same kind of stuff that I was so uh, but he kind of influenced me because he's holding a couple cassettes and one of them <laughs> which is so funny one was Striper's Soldiers Under Command which of course is a Christian rock band and then the other was Motley Crue's Shout at the Devil. So what a conundrum. <laughs> but, uh, you know, growing up, I'd always been told, because at that point I'd really only listened to, say, uh, The Police and Sticks and stuff like that. I mean, I was starting to get into the hair rock at that point because Rat and everything else. But uh, obviously because of my family being, you know, uber Christian, like, you know, me going out and buying Shout at the Devil would have been very uh, frowned upon because of the cover, you know, the pentagram, the whole nine. And uh, so, I, I'm, you know, I'm seeing him holding these cassettes, and I'm very interested. So, like, I do find a way that they hear these things, you know, later on without my parents around. And, of course, I do end up going ahead and... Uh, buying uh those records at some point and falling in love with them uh then i've got some van halen in here uh, obviously uh, 1984 is really the first record i had heard but when i went back to their back catalog found a lot of great music by van halen at that time that i enjoyed and uh obviously became a big fan of them uh, autographs in here uh Steeler, which is funny about them is I used to listen to, in the mid-80s, early to mid-80s, listen to this show late at night around midnight called The Metal Shop in Colorado when I was living there. And uh, their intro, uh, kind of like how we talked about how Prong had lost and found as the intro to Headbangers Ball, this 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 show on the radio uh, called The Metal Shop had an intro, uh, which was uh, Hot on Your Heels by Steeler. And uh, even though that's not the track I'm playing for you, comes off the same uh, debut record it's, they only did one but I found out later on of course this band that did this intro was like an all star band it had Rick Fox on uh, bass Ron Keel on vocals and of course Yngwie Malmsteen on guitars and I'm like wow how's it no one ever even heard of this band because you know by the time I'd actually discovered Steeler like backtracking I'd already known about the right to rock from Keel and then of course Rising Force by Malmsteen. So, like, I'm like, how does no one talk about this band? So, uh, I just thought that was pretty crazy. And when I discovered and listened to that record, I really liked it a lot. And it's become like a cult classic in the sense that, you know, for the diehard metalheads, we all kind of like really enjoy that record. Not many people during that time even discussed Steeler at all. Uh, of course, I got some Wasp in there, which, you know, they were a big target for the PMRC, Satanic Panic shit. Uh, that debut record is fucking amazing. I, I actually love the first four records a lot. Uh, they're all a bit different in their own way. But I'll be playing something off the debut, self-titled. 
Got some Drafria in there, as well as Red Dragon Cartel, and then Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, Red Dragon and Ozzy share one similar theme, is that the guitarist for Red Dragon, Jakey e. Lee, used to play for Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, but the track that I'm playing from Ozzy is actually uh, the very first part of the Zach Wild era, so uh, just kind of funny there with that. Uh, then in our final block, I've got some Rat, of course, one of my favorite bands from the 80s. Ugly Kid Joe and ACDC. Uh, and some of these tracks that, uh, uh, like Boston, um, also got some, uh, what do I got in here? Uh, ACDC, of course. I uh, got some sticks later on. I'll go into Neko. These are all kind of like my, my little tributes to Neko while she's out. So uh, hopefully she enjoys this when she listens to it. She is able to listen to the podcast uh, through the site, which is nice. So hopefully it helps their days go a little bit better while they're working. So let's get this party started. Off, shout out the devil, Molly Crew. My very first time hearing them and seeing the video. Too young to fall in love. Here you go. Thank you. 
Hey, Frankie. Hey there, Louie. I need some new material. You're telling me. I mean, all my jokes are frog-related. No uh, kidding. I need ferret insults. You need a hobby. Hey, what do you think of this one? Hey, ferret, your mother is a prairie dog. What's that supposed to mean? Y your mother is a prairie dog. Yeah, is it supposed to be funny? Well, I don't know. Okay, how about this? Hey, ferret, your mother's a bushy-tailed mongoose. What's with all the mother jokes? I don't know. They work. Louie, if you want to insult him, say something really derogatory. Yeah, like what? Like, hey, ferret, your slapstick brand of humor is less intelligent than my witty, dialogue-driven banter. Well, that's a half an hour long. Well, it makes him think. It's very psychological. All right, let me give it a Come try. On, give it a shot. Hey, ferret! Your dialogue-driven slapstick is humorless and, and without banter for all. See, I don't think he understood it, Frank. Well, you didn't say it right. I said it as best I... Hey, Ferret, your mother's a weasel. See that? It works every time. I heard him. I stung him with that one. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. La, 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 Luke. Luke, I am your father. La, 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 la. Aw, I've interrupted happy time.
Watch your language in front of the lady, punk! Jeez. <laughs> you were saying? Hey, Gilligan! Did you eat the skipper? You better pray to the god of skinny punks that this wind doesn't pick up! Cause I'll come over there and jam an oar up your ass! Eepers, creepers. Those guys keep interrupting us. I'm sorry about that. You were saying about the, uh... Um... Hey, lady! Look out! There's a fat whale on your bow! Yeah! Free Willy! <laughs> Listen up, you little spazoids! I know where you live and I've seen where you sleep. I swear to everything holy that your mothers will cry when they see what I've done to you! Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. All-You-Can-Eat Buffet Inventor. Mr. All-You-Can-Eat Buffet Inventor. You've given us the real American dream. A tray, 15 feet of food, and a little sign that says, Go nuts, buddy. Pinch me, I'm dreaming. Pushing side dish innovation to its limits, you offer creamed everything and 400 flavors of gelatin. Feed it frenzy. If there's beef, you'll chip it. If there's chicken, you'll fry it. And if there's gravy, well, then everything's going to be okay. Thank God for the gravy. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light buffet, boys. You know the way to a man's heart and a few hundred tasty ways to challenge it. Mr. All-You-Can-Eat Buffet Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
there is a woman in a car. Can we follow her? And maybe make a sexy no, time with no, her? No, 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 no. Why not? Because a woman has a right to choose who she has sex with. What? How about that? Isn't that amazing? You joke? There must be consent. How about that? <laughs> That's good, huh? It's not good for me. I can't believe it, Dad. You just stole Adolf Hitler's Mercedes-Benz. Well, Hitler had it coming. What goes around, comes around. Man, they're gonna be pissed. Yeah, they're always pissed, honey. They're Nazis. It's like it's their job.
on the beach who hate everything? <laughs> Is this some sort of hip music that I don't understand?
Louie. Hey, Frank. You ready for this weekend? Why? What's this weekend? The ferret's having a party. Oh, life's a nightmare. He's getting two cases of Budweiser, a bucket of nachos, and a karaoke machine. I'm not going. Louie, everyone's going. Yeah, like who? A bunch of slugs? Mm-mm. Me, you, the ferret, and all of his lady friends. The ferret? Has lady friends. Oh, yeah, dozens. He's like a furry little gigolo. Yeah, I don't believe this. Hey, hey Ferret, who's coming to this party of yours? What's he saying? He's saying there'll be some fine-looking weasels. Some iguanas that need a good man. He's lying. And a mongoose named Lynette. Lynette? Who likes to shake a booty on the dance floor. Okay, okay, take a cold shower, Squeaky. I don't get it, Frank. What do they see in him? He, he can't even talk. They like the squeaks. What? Women love a guy who can squeak. That's the number one rule of dating. Oh, they like it when guys go, wee 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 Drives them crazy. <laughs> oh, shut up. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. All right. Back with you all. A Rock and a Hard Place, Volume 1. Closing that out with some ACDC. <clears throat> Pardon me again. Just right at the right moment, right? Uh, so, getting ready to jump back into a couple blocks of classic rock-inspired rock and roll. Got some Joe Walsh sticks. Definitely going out to NECO for that one. Uh, some Queen as well going to NECO. Some Doobie Brothers. And a couple other bands people aren't super familiar with, and they should be. Uh, first one being sort of a, a psychedelic rocky sludge band. I don't even really call it sludge, but they got a little bit of doom in it. Uh, Blackwater Holy Light, and uh, consists of four young ladies, and uh, you got Allison Sonny Ferris on bass vocals, Sarah McKinnon on synthesizers, Michaela Mayhew uh, guitar, and Elise Dorsey on drums. And uh, I've actually been into this band for a while now. They're, they have three releases. They released. Silence Motion uh, in 2021. That was their third one, their third album, and uh, it was okay. Uh, there were some good tracks on it, but the first two, Blackwater Holy Light, the self-titled, and Veils of Winter in 2019, fantastic records. So good that I went and bought them on vinyl. Like that's the way it should be heard. Um, so great. Now I did have an issue. I tried to get Silence in Motion on vinyl. Uh, whatever company they're working with, I never want to talk bad about a band or you know people they work with, labels and all that, but I pre-ordered the vinyl. It was supposed to come to me on the day release towards the end of uh, 2021, and it never showed up, so they kept sending me email updates saying that they were uh, on delay right now, and you know they're going to get them out to us. But then it got to be like, really, it was only until late January, mid mid to late January, and I was like, you know, fuck this. Like, it's been way too long. And I think, uh, I think their record got actually released in September or October, somewhere in there. Uh, so it had been a while. Like, it was just dragging on and on, and I was getting very frustrated because they kept telling me it was coming, it was coming. And uh, I said, fuck it. You know, I just, it ain't worth it. Um, you should never have to wait a fucking year to get your shit. I know I'm exaggerating a little bit there, but it's it went on for months. And, you know, that's really kind of like my rant for that. I don't think it's the band's fault. I think it's who they were working with, weren't prepared, and uh, didn't have the shit ready when it was supposed to. So they lost out on that. Like, I'm not going to buy it. I refuse to. At least I'm not going to buy it through them. 
down the road, if I can find a vinyl elsewhere, I'll buy it. Like if I can find, like, say, grave, uh, Rock and Roll Graveyard in Frederick, if it's there by chance, uh, I'll just buy it there. You know, so they'll still get their money for it uh, in that version. I did pay for uh, the digital, which I got, so I got my money back for the pre-order, of course, um, which is good. I mean, at least they uh, gave me my refund, but, you know, I was not really happy with them. They're not very good at their jobs, apparently. <clears throat> so, anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, I did find out, because I've been chatting with Neko on Facebook and went out to Messenger, uh, I haven't really been watching the news the last couple of months because like, I'm kind of tired of politics and everything else that's going on, so it, it's kind of like a way to like not be stressed out by stupid shit, but when that happens, sometimes you miss current events that are going on. So apparently, early this morning, Russia invaded Ukraine, uh, like a literal invasion. They're trying to take it over, and uh, that is some sad news, man, because that's bad shit. Now, I know Ukraine isn't all that's cracked up to be in terms of their democracy, supposed democracy and everything else, but, you know, you have a lot of innocent people caught in all this shit, you know. So, uh, right now, apparently, Biden, our president of the States, is just basically sending troops to Germany in case Putin decides to expand beyond Ukraine, which, you know, I guess Putin's plans are to rebuild the USSR, uh, you know, it took a lot to break down that fucking wall initially in the 80s, and for them to try to rebuild that is a bad idea. <laughs> There's a lot of bad shit in Russia. This, again, it's not reflective of all the Russian people, because there's a lot of Russian bands and fans who don't really like what's going on there, but, uh, yeah, for Putin to do all this shit now is, uh, which, you know, I'm not really shocked. Uh, Biden really has no spying. And so if any political leader across the world is going to take advantage of this, now would be the time. This is this is the kind of thing, though, that could get Biden, like, impeached. Like, if he can't handle this right and doesn't do what he can to stop either the expansion or even when it comes to helping Ukraine in whatever way... Um, I do think that we probably shouldn't send troops to Ukraine, even though they probably want it. But other types of support, we should, certainly as Americans should be given to them uh, during this time. But if obviously if Putin decides to <coughs> expand beyond that, that's going to be a problem. And hopefully, hopefully, will be a problem for the rest of the world. I know some leaders across the world are very upset with Putin right now, but... As I was telling Neko, I get kind of tired about the way the world is in terms of leadership because a lot of times countries will look at America as the answer to try to stop all these evil dictators and tyrants from going on and doing shit like this. And then when we step in uh, with our military to try to help prevent some of this shit, the rest of the world kind of just, they stop supporting us. They say, oh, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have gone over to Iraq. You shouldn't have done this and that. So supposedly the UN, which is supposed to represent all the leaders and represent and try to help stop shit like this, don't do shit. This is why the United Nations is a fucking waste of time. Its leaders do not do anything. 
they get together, they talk, but that's all they do is they talk. They don't ever fucking solve anything. And then they oftentimes will look at America like we're the bad guy when we're trying to be the ones helping these smaller countries from being taken over and invaded, such as Israel or Kuwait or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> this is the problem that arises. Like, and, I, and I'm tired of America being the one that has to go and rescue uh, all these countries because we just we get shit on for doing it. It doesn't mean America's perfect. We have our own little demons and our own little flaws and shit like that. But in this case right now, the best thing we can do is what we are doing is going to our fellow NATO countries and we are basically uh, reinforcing them. So, you know, in case Putin decides to get to go all Hitler and everybody and try to retake everything over, uh, we can be there to kind of assist in that sense to stop that. Because the last thing that we want as a, as a world is to have another World War, you know, of any degree, World War Three or whatever. We don't want that because it's very costly and you lose a lot of lives and the devastation and the aftermath is just horrendous. So it's going to be very important for the rest of the countries to get on board here. Like they can't sit on their hands any longer. And if America is going to come out and try to stop any kind of expansion or even stop what's going on in Ukraine we need the world support to do this like you can't just assume that America's going to be the only one doing this anywho uh, coming up like I said we have uh, a couple more classic rock blocks and uh, the other band I wanted to discuss was the Black Heart Death Cult uh, from Melbourne Australia uh, they're self-titled LP that came out a couple years ago was awesome. Uh, then they released Sonic Mantras like last year, I think. Uh, again, psychedelic, a little bit classic rock influenced. Uh, I think one guy told me the other day he thought it sounded like the Beatles a little bit. <clears throat> there are certainly bands that I was doing on Modern Day that have kind of a Beatles, Beatles vibe, but I'm not sure if the Black Art Death Cult is, but you might pick up on some of that. Either way, I thought it was really great to add uh, them and Blackwater Holy Light in these two blocks. So. We're going to start off with some Joe Walsh, and uh, despite knowing who the Eagles were, I didn't really know the musicians at the time. I was very young. Uh, but then in the early 80s, uh, I saw the video for The Confessor by Joe Walsh, and I fell in love with it. It's, got, it's probably one of the few times that you'll have a song that has almost like a, a country-esque vibe about it. They start out with the acoustics and everything. Uh, before it gets into its own rock thing. Uh, I don't really like country music, but in this song you can kind of hear some of that uh, influence inside the song itself. Um, it's not like, but it's not like wangy wangy or anything like that. Um, but it's very cool. Uh, Joe Walsh, uh, not many people talk about this when it comes to his, his solo stuff. You know, we usually talk about Rocky Mountain Way or Life's Been Good and stuff like that from the 70s. So. When this album got released, uh, not too many talk, people talk about it. I, I really love, I would love, 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 love to hear a metal band cover this. I really would, just to see what they could do with it, because I really, really love this song. So here we go, Joe Walsh, the
a virgin see Cause I've got to be free Free to face a life that's ahead of me On board I'm the captain So climb aboard We'll search for tomorrow And every shore And I'll try Oh Lord, I'll try To carry on We had. We lived happily forever. So the story goes. But somehow we missed out on the part of gold. But we'll try best that we can.
Wright presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Golf Ball Washer Inventor. Mr. Golf Ball Washer Inventor. The time-honored game of golf is the sport of kings. And kings don't play with dirty balls. Don't play dirty. Because of you, we can give our balls a sudsy tumble at every tee. The result? Clean, shiny balls every time we whack them. Flying high. Drive after drive, putt after putt, hole after hole. Our dimpled balls stay clubhouse clean. Keep on driving. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, Mr. Launderer on the links. You are in our thoughts every time we jiggle our balls. Mr. Golf Ball Washer Adventure. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Do you have bathrooms here or do I have to shit in a plant? (laughs) 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 Stupid fucking idiot, red-shirted ass. You guys think you're so fucking cool. Makes me sick. Let's go make fun of the vegans and their crazy lifestyle. We're not hurting anyone. Go eat a hamburger and choke on a cow dick. Aw, someone missed their yoga class this morning. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see. I'm just a cool Because I'm easy come, easy go. Little high, little low. Anyway, the wind blows, doesn't really matter to
little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo, Galileo, Galileo Figaro. Magnifico! I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. Come, easy go, will you let me go? Bismillah, no, we will not let you go. Let him go! Bismillah, we will not let you go. Let him go! Bismillah, we will not let you go. Let me go! 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 Oh, mamma mia, mamma mia! Mamma mia, let me go! Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me!
a hand Pretty mama come and dance with your daddy all night long I'd like to hear some funky Dixieland Pretty mama come and take me by the hand By the hand, take me by the hand Pretty mama come and dance with your daddy all night long I'd like to hear some funky Dixieland Pretty mama come and take me by the hand By the hand, take me by the hand Pretty mama come and dance with your daddy all night long I'd like to hear some funky Dixieland Pretty mama come and take me by the hand
that's too intense. <clears throat> Lies. Oh, I like that. That's nice. Lies. Oh, I'm in the zone. I'm Louis, sexy. Louis, what are you doing? I'm practicing. Louis, Lies. Louis, just say the line. Oh, Francis, baby, babe. Yeah. Just say the line. Yeah. That's why you're still sitting on the branch. Uh, I'm performing on the swamp. Get off oh, man. If Budweiser wanted someone to just say the line, uh, as you naively put it, yes. they'd have hired a chimpanzee and saved themselves a little money. Yeah, the chimp is probably booked on a bigger uh, job. Right? Oh, ha-ha. Yeah, you've lost touch with reality, you know that? Frankie, when I say wise, do you know what that does? Do yeah. you have any idea what that does? Yeah, it makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah, well, uh, get a grip. Okay. It sells beer. Oh, Okay? Really? It moves the Budweiser off the shelf. Mm. Zoom. Yeah. Zoom. Uh-huh. It's like Louis Mania. Oh, really? Louis El Nino. Oh, I'm sure. I, I just can't Excuse me, but I have a little quiet here. But Why? Oh, yeah. All right. Getting back to it. Frank and Louis. So... Our last two blocks, we are making our way back to the alternative modern rock stuff. And uh, got some good stuff lined up for you here. Uh, first off, Junius from Boston, Massachusetts. And the first time I heard that group was in 2011, I think, with their album uh, Reports from the Threshold of Death. And uh, it was a song called A Universe Without Stars. And initially, I didn't think... I would like it just because there's, you know, certain vocal arrangements in there. But after listening to the entire album and, you know, listening to that song again and again and again, it just became one of my favorites. Uh, it, it's just very cool the way they do it. They have a very good knack for creating some certain types of soundscapes along with the rock. And uh, even as they've gone on with, you know, the next couple of records, uh, the last one which they put out was... Uh, at least full length, uh, eternal rituals for an, an accretion, accretion of light. I guess that's how you pronounce it. But anyway, uh, very solid record. In fact, that almost became one of my favorite records of 2017. It was like that close. Uh, but there's a lot of great tracks on that record. One which I'll play for you uh, to kick off these blocks. Uh, then we have Pyogenesis. And the interesting thing about this band uh, out of uh, Germany they actually started in the 90s as like a doom death metal band and then they've kind of progressed over time into goth and now almost like alternative post-rock type stuff and so basically uh i've got a track uh, that i'm playing for you that is just again these are some of these tracks you would think i would like to hear this on mainstream rock radio but you don't hear because they don't play this shit like it's it's maddening to me that modern DJs aren't pushing more for some of this. Like, they're not dumb. And I know that when it comes to how labels deal with mainstream rock and, or, you know, stations and stuff like that, they they pay to have them play certain things. So sometimes you could be a DJ and be forced to play stuff that you're just not really interested in. Uh, but at the same time, you know, maybe that's where we need to start changing up some things. Uh, when Nick and I talked a few episodes back about how more people in this day and age are, are going back to the old rock and roll of the 70s and 80s and 90s, and they're less interested in the rock of the 2000s and, and now, uh, you know, maybe that's part of the problem is that DJs need to start having more say in what they want to play. Obviously, you got to avoid the whole. Uh, you know, PC part of it, you can't have them just 
having like fuck here fuck this without any kind of like uh, bleeps and all the other stuff in it so you don't really want to waste your time with a lot of that but a lot of stuff that I've been playing isn't in that regard like you might hear it here and there but not even near as much as you would hear it in metal or even uh, hardcore rap and hip hop so it, it, it'd just be interesting and it'd be nice to see DJs have a little more flexibility and freedom to do that where they can actually go and say oh Oh, I can play what I want. Oh, awesome. I'll play this stuff, which I'm supposed to play, but I'm going to play a lot of this shit, too, because people need to hear this. And that's really what I'd, want, I'd love to see more of. Uh, I used to get kind of that kind of shit with pirate radio back in the day and stuff like that, or even like the metal shop when that wasn't, even though that was on main uh, <clears throat> mainstream radio, that was like at midnight. You know, you weren't hearing this shit during the day. So we just need more of that, and that's why when you had stuff like the underground when I first got here to Maryland in the early 90s or before I left the uh, Colorado the had Z-Rock and I was playing heavy metal and rock throughout the day we just need more of those man like I don't know I don't know what happened to those stations or why they failed ultimately I don't know if the audience just wasn't there but at the same time man these are the kind of things that I think would put a big shot of adrenaline into rock in this day and age like it, it's it's so sorely needed and uh there's a lot a lot of great bands out there uh then we got some l7 and uh, i know i talked about it uh, a long while back their uh, documentary called pretend we're dead ironically that's a song i chose but uh they were a very cool all-girl band that during the grunge era like had we talked about how they moved up from uh Hollywood area and moved up to Seattle uh, because the scene up there was more in the style of what they were playing and they were widely known for their great live shows and energy and everything else. It was kind of funny when they were talking about the making of the video from Ten Were Dead. They thought that the uh, directors and everybody were basically making them look a little too glamorous than they really wanted to be. They wanted to be a little bit more of the style, the grittiness and whatnot that they are part of and what they were trying to showcase. But uh, that's in there. Uh, let's see also we got um, Rendezvous Point uh, from their album Universal Chaos. They're from Norway. Uh, I did not know that initially. Uh, very cool, all modern rock stuff. Uh, you're going to really dig them a lot. Then we have uh, the Cat the Kundalini Genie, and I again another great band that uh, they're from Glasgow, and like uh, they've got a little bit of psychedelicness in them. Uh, I think this album was uh, what was this called? It was self-titled Kundalini Genie. So get ready for that, and then uh, I'll talk about the last band when we get ready to close it all out. But uh, Enjoy, folks. I hope you're enjoying the rock block. I really not a rock block. I'm more a rock show. I have to be correct here. And uh, let's get out some Junius March of the Samsara.
I'm going upstairs. Because I'm going to put my nutsack on your drum set. Okay? Did you do that? I am warning you right now. If you touch my drums, I will stab you in the neck with a knife. Good wise earth. Frank, I'm thinking about moving to another swamp. Oh, really? I'm just not comfortable living in a swamp where assassination attempts are taking place. Uh -huh. Every loon with a vendetta, every snake with a sinus headache frightens me. I could get uh, jumped by some crazy weasel or something, you know? Mm -hmm. it's hey, gonna... snap out of it, Louie. Who are you trying to kid, all right? Everybody knows it was you. Me? What was me? Well, you were the one who tried to bump off the frogs. Oh, Frank, are you back to... It was the ferret. His paw prints are all over the place. Now, what, Louis, what else? You hired that ferret. Hey, I object. Not but really? I, I had no motive. No I love Budweiser and I love the frogs. You love the frogs? Yes. I consider them good friends of mine. Oh, Thank yeah, you. you're good buddies. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Hey, hey, excuse me. If you would remember last summer, mm -hmm. I invited them to that barbecue. Yeah, well, Louie, you wanted to cook them at that barbecue. But at least I invited them. Oh. You wouldn't have invited them at all. No.
right. The Kundalini Genie. It's all in your head. DJ Nubis. With you. With a rock and a hard place. Volume 1. Getting ready to come to a close. Thank you all again. Checking it out. Hope you all enjoy this particular series. I don't know how often I'm going to get to these. I, I know I still have like... The Nocturnal Pulse, the, the Meat Grinder, the Thrash Zone, all this, these special, specific, you know, genre shows and whatnot. So, don't win a next, don't know when the next volume will come for this particular uh, segment episode. But uh, I try to get them in there when I can. Hope you did enjoy it. Uh, it's definitely just all rock, so it's a little bit more laid back than our usual shows. But uh, kill some time for you anyway. Uh, Saturday, because I'm posting this tonight, so the minute I'm done with this, this is going up today, the 24th. So the minute, uh, so anyway, uh, Saturday evening, Eastern Time, I believe it's going to be 10 o'clock. It'll be a little late for me uh, because I work the next day, but uh, I'll be guesting on Sci-Fi Century Channel uh, for one of his uh, podcasts or his YouTube channel podcast, and... We, me and a few others on the segment we're discussing the films Fight Club and The Perfect Weapon so if you're interested in stuff like that uh, I'll definitely share that on Facebook and stuff like that and let you all know when that's happening uh, also I talked with Crypt from Metalomania earlier today and he wants to do some specific shows with me on his channel uh, so I will probably he's going to give me more information down the road but it's going to be all metal music related so we'll be uh, doing that. It's about, I think the, each segment he says is going to be about 20 minutes. So it's not going to be super long, but we're just going to kind of go through some stuff in terms of the metal community, fandom, music, and stuff like that. So uh, I'll get more details with that as he does with me, so I'll let you know on that as well. Uh, I just informed Neko that I've got another spider. <laughs> was supposed to wait till mid-March because that's closer to my birthday but um as things happen like the 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 enclosure I'm getting for Frey is a little taller and it was on sale so I figured I'd get it and the old enclosure that Frey was in is going to be for what I just got was a a white uh striped knee spider um again it's one of those beginner type spiders uh this one she's a bit kind of a big girl but she's also in the process of getting ready to molt so like it's just gonna be even bigger by the time she's done it's gonna be nuts uh but the enclosure that freya was in currently is the one that's better suited for uh whatever name i'm letting echo name uh freya is gonna get one where she can be up a little higher like she likes to be currently she's in like a temporary uh small case <laughs> which is funny though because i was in house of tropicals uh yesterday and uh when I got, you know, the yellow spider, and they still had pink toes in there. And the one they had, they keep them in smaller containers. So when you're in there, you're looking what you're buying. And the one they had in there still, like, it actually was in the ground. Like, it was in this little uh, piece of bark, and it webbed up. And it doesn't have a lot of height. So I don't know... Like, I, I would have to talk with Dave from Dave's Little Beasties or, or some of the guys from uh, some of these other channels about, like, everyone's always saying that pink toes should not be, 
kept on on ground level. Like now, granted, they're in uh, basically uh, an aquarium pet shop, right? So they don't have much choice. They're not going to create all these elaborate environments where their spiders are selling. They're just going to keep them pretty simple. In fact, he told me he had the one he had had like babies, so he had all these like spiderlings too. Uh, but I'm sitting there looking at it, and I'm like, man, this this pink toe is doing just fine on the ground. He's inside the little cavern there in the bark, and I'm like, it doesn't seem to be having issues. Now, I don't know if these create problems down the road if they're there too long. I don't know. Everything I read about, though, when dealing with pink toes is they got to have, a, you know, good ventilation and then height. So I'm like, well, what's the deal here? Because... This one's doing just fine in the ground. Uh, now, obviously, when Freya was in the other enclosure, she was always climbing, but she had a lot more room. These these smaller containers that they keep them in, they don't have a lot of room. So even the one that uh, Freya's or yeah, Freya's in now, she doesn't have a choice. She can climb a little bit, but she's been spending some time on the ground. I've got a, a cricket in there, or so in the water. And actually, I'm kind of hoping that her being temporarily in this one will be better because like I said she was kind of dehydrated after her molt and she was struggling a little bit there so I had to like spray the sides of the enclosure that she was in to kind of give her some water but now that she's kind of forced to the ground a little bit um you know she's got her like little water dish there so she can get to it a lot easier uh, yeah, that she's just dumb as rocks. They always say on these YouTube channels that spiders will find their water dishes. Like, they're not dumb. They'll find them. I'm like, my spider apparently is dumb as fuck because I literally had the dish right in front of her and she wouldn't go to it. Like, it just, she just pays it no mind. So, I'm getting the new enclosure for tomorrow. Uh, so, when I, when I fix it up, um... Obviously, I'm going to have more pieces of long wood in there so she can climb and hang around on top like she likes to do. And so what I'm going to do is, I'm this is a trick I learned from Dave's Little Beasties, I'm going to take Neko's hot glue gun, and I've got some little water cups that I've gotten things in before in the past. I've got a collection of them now, so I'll go and I'll actually hot glue one of these suckers to the... Uh, pieces of uh, wood at the top and I'll just keep that with water in hopes that she'll go and find it, like drink out of it and keep herself healthy. You know, because her dumb ass I mean, I'll still keep one at the bottom in case she goes down there, but it just cracks me up that she literally does not pay any mind to that fucking water dish. It sits right in front of her. She's literally like two inches from it and she doesn't go to it. And the only time she did is a few, about a week or so ago when she was really bad. Like, I didn't realize how dehydrated she was. And she kind of fell down towards the ground when I was spraying the side and she was lapping it up. She fell kind of like head first into the water dish, but she literally sat there and just drank. So that told me that she was massively dehydrated. And, uh, but she's doing a lot better. She's climbing around. She's moving better. She wasn't very happy being put in that small container, which is a fucking bastard of a trip because I only have so much time to get her in there. I was trying to be as, as calm as everything I could, but she did not want to be in there, so she kept trying to climb out, and I had to keep trying to like keep her in there, and she was just getting so pissed off. 
Uh, she wasn't pissed off in a sense of aggressiveness or trying to bite me. She just really didn't want to be in there. Uh, but she's handling okay. She's doing fine. Uh, yeah, so one track left for you on this show, and uh, it's a band out of New York called Spotlights. And um, I've been through Maryland a couple times, I think, and I've missed them live because I really want to catch them. Uh, it's like uh, one, two, three people, I believe. Uh, looks like a brother and sister, Sarah and Marie, Mario Quintero, uh, do the vocals and synths and all that stuff. And then they have a drummer named Chris uh, Enriquez who uh, does the drums. And very post-rockish, a little bit of shoegaze, if you consider that a genre. Um, certainly along the lines of like, if you like, like later uh, later era Deftones, stuff like that. And this song is the title track, I believe, uh, or it's part of like one of the title tracks to Love and Decay. It's called The Age of Decay. And I uh, hope you enjoy it. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks you all for the support. Uh, much appreciated. And uh, I'll talk at you all later, man. Get ready for a Hordes of Chaos next week. <laughs>